Chapter 24 of Grace Harlow with the Yankee Shock Boys at St. Quentin by Jesse Graham Flower. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Ashley Jane. Chapter 24 The Fate of a Spy. During the night, a white tape marking the infantry's jumping off place had been laid through the town of St. Souplay passing right across the steps of the village church and serpentining along the west bank of the river in the early morning in a heavy fog the infantry was formed up and went over followed by the engineers who were to man the light wooden bridges grace observed the going over with mingled emotions of pride and sorrow pride for the splendid spirit of the americans sorrow for those who would come back maimed and for those who would never come back three days of desperate fighting followed during which time grace harlowe laboured with captain thomas in the village her work ending only when every man woman and child civilian had been cared for before leaving she was summoned by the intelligence captain who informed her that Faro had confessed not only that he had been acting under orders to destroy ambulances and hospitals, but to place Captain Grace in the hands of her enemies or drive her out of the service. What do you think will be done with the man? questioned Grace. It has already been done, Madam Grey, answered the captain grimly. There is but one fitting reward for the spy. That reward is oblivion. Two days later Captain Grace was back at her station, but her work as a driver was at an end. She was ordered to proceed to Paris and await orders to take up other work with the army that was expected soon to be on its way to Germany, for the Hindenburg line was smashed, the war was drawing to a close, and the division that she had seen crossing the river Sell had already fought its last great battle of the war. Before leaving the hospital, Grace received a letter from Colonel Mortimer, commanding the famous Blues, thanking her for the splendid service that she had rendered them, and informed her that she alone, of all the messengers sent back for assistance, had reached her objective. In the name of myself and my glorious regiment, I thank you, and hope to do so in a more definite way ere long, concluded the letter. Just what that last sentence meant Grace did not know until nearly two weeks later, when, in Paris, she was summoned to headquarters and formally decorated with the American Distinguished Service Cross as a recognition of her pluck and unparalleled heroism, as the citation expressed it. The close of the war and the signing of the armistice followed soon after. On that November 11th, amid the jollification in Paris, in which Grace, Elfreda, Anne and the other members of the Overton unit celebrated the great occasion with Tom Gray, Little Yvonne and the Yellow Cat, Captain Grace received orders to join the 1st Division as a Red Cross worker with the Army of Occupation and to proceed with it to the Rhine. Grace Harlow Gray's work in the service of her country was not yet ended. Ahead of her lay a further great service among the enemy's spies and plotters on the banks of the River Rhine, a service that was destined to involve the Overton girl in many stirring situations. 
The story of her work among the enemy agents will be told in a following volume, entitled Grace Harlow with the American Army on the Rhine. End of chapter 24 Recording by Ashley Jane End of Grace Harlow with the Yankee Shock Boys at St. Quentin by Jessie Graham Flower